I hear them talking in the streets, but they don't say the real. We really debating the industry and what the six of feel. Cold shoulders turn to open arms when you on for real. Ain't no strangers to the bricks. Now let's build something for real. It's too real, real, it's too real. Yo, what's poppin' everybody? It's, it's Too Real the Podcast. We back for another week. Oh uh, man, I just want to. St- I just want to start this episode by just paying my respect and you know giving condolences um to the two, to the three people that died in a car crash um over the weekend. I think it was over the weekend Sunday night. Um, but two, two, two specifically, it was two children that died: thirteen year old and a five year old. You know what I mean? Um. That's some of the saddest shit I I read in a long time, man. That shit really like that shit crushed me. And just reading it was just like weird, you know what I mean? Like, um, right away, basically it was a basically um, the police don't understand what happened really, but they was on the QEW um driving from Hamilton coming back on by they was on QEW Winston Churchill, and then the car, I don't know how it happened, but the car on, on the opposite, opposite side of the road got on their side, and they had a head-on crash, you know what I mean? And the three passengers in the back were, were children. One survived, and the other two died, um, Aon Brown and Kazai Edwards, you know what I mean? That's that's some of the saddest shit I, like, I, I heard in a long time, man. I really mean that, like, my um, R.I.P. That, that's crazy, man. Kids, you know what I mean? That's just, that's just some, that's some sad shit, like really sad shit man rest in peace man you know hope god opens the gates of heavens for them and just r.i.p you know what i mean and, and this car shit that's something i always speak about to people it's so dangerous man a lot of people love to drive it's a privilege to drive and you know what i mean i, I love i love the fact of being able to drive to have a license to have a car but it's it's so dangerous man especially me like i'm, I'm a person if you if you drive with me you never see me speed you know what i mean i try my best i try my best to be as good as a driver I can be in, but that's one thing. Even being as good as a driver you can be, you can't you can't control the other people on the road. You know what I mean. So every time you get behind the wheel, you say a prayer, man. You just you just try to be as alert as you can. But it's so dangerous, man, being on the road. Like I know if those that drive, you 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 see it. Like those people that just don't stop, you just see them. Like they're just not paying attention. They don't care. They 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 they're not signaling. They're hesitant. Like they're nervous when they're behind the wheel. You know what I mean? Those people. Like it's just crazy. You know what I mean? So many things can happen on the road. You know what I mean? But um, that's like some of the saddest shit I heard in the, in in a long time. You know what I mean? So rest in peace to them and um yeah, rest in peace to the, also rest in peace to the other guy. You know what I mean? They don't he. He was like thirty, I think thirty something too. You know what I mean. So he was young too. But the two children, like you know what I mean, especially when they were driving on the right side of the road, they were just on the way home from a party. That's that's really some of the saddest shit. You know what I mean. And it just makes you man really appreciate life once again. And just you gotta just try your best out here, man. Real shit. That's it's it's really sad, man. Um, rest in peace once again. Um, the BT Awards was over the weekend. You know what I mean. Um. You know, like man, it's hard. Like after talking about this and that, was just kind of crazy talking about this. But um, uh, yeah, the BT Awards. It, I, I'm not even a really an award person. You know, what I mean, I don't really watch award shows. I watched this one and and I, I liked it. I definitely, I fucked with it. You know, what I mean, it did. It wasn't that corny. It wasn't corny at all, to be honest. Um, yeah, it was. It was a dope award show. I, I can't lie. You know, what I mean, and and the reason why I don't watch award shows, you know, what I mean, because people get all, oh my. 
crazy over the Grammys and MTV Awards, but the thing is, I don't listen to country. I don't listen to all that other shit. So it's like when it, when you got to watch it split up and it's like six different acts and it's just these guys, people you don't know. It just makes it real boring. And usually there's like the, the NBA's on during the same time. It's like so I, I just don't even care to even turn on. But BT Wars was dope, man. I, I liked it. Only thing I didn't like was that um they didn't give a, a tribute to Prodigy. Obviously, I know they didn't plan for him to die. You know what I mean? But, like, I felt that they could have did something. Him and Havoc coming on with Lil' Kim to talk was, it, it wasn't it wasn't that real. I mean, not that real. It wasn't that monumental for somebody who just passed and we, they actually had a stage to do it because, you know, death's like a, a crazy thing. Somebody else may die. But, and people just might forget Prodigy because as, far, as much as he's a legend, he's a legend to those that appreciate him in legend in hip hop, he 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 didn't necessarily like transcend through hip hop where people are gonna be like, yo, they're remembering him. The people that really love him is gonna be the one carrying his name, like Havoc. I mean, all the people from Queensbridge, you know, what I mean, you don't see Nas, people like that paying homage. But maybe things like a documentary can come out. But I felt that they could have used that platform to really take advantage of that. And it's BT. Nobody else is gonna do that for Prodigy. You know what I mean? Uh. That's the only thing that that I really didn't like because you know Havoc's not even a social person. If if you if you really know how Havoc is, he can't. He don't really talk like that. You know what I mean? Like Prodigy was the more intellectual, outspoken one. You know what I mean? So it, they didn't. Re- there was no real real homage, no heartfelt message to pay a tribute to tr- or Prodigy, and there was actual um, uh, stage to do it. But other than that, man, I, I I fucked with the award show. I can't lie. The new edition shit was dope, man. Yo, I don't know. Like when you listen to that music, man, it's like damn. Like music really changed. Like you, you really get a feeling when you listen to that music. If if you don't, then I, I don't know what to tell you. When I listen to them singing "Cool It Now," "Can You Stand the Rain," and all that joint, like it's just like damn. I can't explain it. It's just a feeling that goes through me. It's like I don't really get that feeling no more when I listen to a lot of music. Or maybe it's just like I'm just watching legends, and it's just that that dope to watch these legends and see them being honored and understand how far they've come. Maybe it was that, just that moment. But even watching the biopic, it was dope. Like, you know what I mean? I love to see people get celebrated, man. It's dope, man. Like, especially if you know, like me, I love Michael Jackson. I love a lot of people, you know what I mean, that that, that did this music shit. New Edition, I fuck with them. Um, Boys to Men. Like, there's a lot of people I used to listen to a lot, you know what I mean? So seeing them get honored and Seeing like Bobby Brown after I've read his book, I feel like I know a lot more about him. It was just dope to see these guys, you know what I mean? And you know, it's 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 how life goes, man. You see a lot of people in the crowd jam, everybody in the crowd jamming. So it's just like watching that happen is like me feeling like twenty years from now, like when Jay's like sixty or seventy or or yeah, like sixty. Let me just say 10, 15 years from now, because you can get you can honor Jay in 10 years, probably be his 30th. Yeah, in 10 years, Jay's like about to touch like 58, whatever it is. And then we just going to be there watching and feeling that same way because we just seen him come up. We're going to see it. Ten, 15 years from now, imagine watching Jay perform Ace to the Izzo or, you know what I mean? Like that feeling, you're going to remember sitting. Well, I, I remember being in the hood in an apartment when that was going on, when that type of time was going on. Blueprint, Blueprint dropped. I remember my bro had that album, you know what I mean? Like he lent it to Froggy, Froggy never, and then Froggy ended up losing it. Like I remember, like certain things I remember about that that time. So it's like when you see these people watching New Edition, it's like, yo, you, 
they're just they're having a blast. They're just like, wow, this is crazy, and this, it's kind of like fucked up. Then when you feel like the circle of life is like, yo, we just time's just really passing, and it's like, yo, you ain't a kid no more. Like it's a lot of shit to it, but that's just the great thing about music and the great thing about, I mean, be, and doing something great, man. When you're a legend, you're gonna be celebrated forever. To be honest. But yeah, man, the awards was dope. Um, Remy Ma won the Best Female MC Award, and I like how she she dealt with that. She had her speech, shouted out all the female MCs, and then came for Nikki. You know what I mean? Dropped her. I don't know what. I think that's from the sheet that she said the last like twelve bars. But she's just so aggressive with it, though. Like Remy's aggressive, man. Like I don't know. I don't know what Nikki can do to shake her off. You know what I mean? She performed at the All Star Awards, getting at her. But like I don't know. I really don't know. Remy won, so it's like. People are going to fuel this. And Remy's fucking with all the bitches in the game. Nikki's kind of looking like an outsider. Um, It's crazy. But the, like I said, man, the awards was dope. Uh, what what else? Oh, yeah, man. The fucking Khaled closed out the show performing his, um, that I'm the one track with Justin Bieber. Without Justin Bieber, obviously, he wasn't there. Quavo, Lil Wayne, and Chance. You know what I mean? Like That's the thing. I, I want to talk about Khaled's album. I'm not feeling it, man. Like... This, don't get me wrong. Like, there's a lot of tracks. I, mean, like, I think there's 18 tracks on there. So there's like, there's tracks that I fuck with. But I just feel like he's in a position that he has so much power that he just put, he just, people just believe in him. Like, yo, Cal's marketing genius. Somehow this is going to work for me. I'm, um, this is proper. So they just give him these verses. But like, he's mashing up all the tracks together and it's just not working. Like, Travis Scott and Nas track. Oh my God. Secure. The bag, like that shit is trash. I can't believe, I don't know, I don't know. He, Cal is the same guy. I think he got the. He had Nas do the, yo, I can't remember the name right now, but Nas did that hip hop track. When he's like, I fucked hip hop. You know what I mean? Like, yo, man, you niggas know the track. Real niggas know. That was on the Kiss the Ring album, I believe. You know what I mean? Um, it was him and Scarface. Like when he went out. So when I heard him with Travis Scott, I thought it was gonna be some like melodic shit but like some soulful shit that shit was that shit was not it then he got the track i love you for for assad nah man like niggas gotta chill like that song is like i fuck with this like i fuck with niggas i fuck with khaled like i love everything about him his personality but if he should have saved that song for assad like it's literally chance rapping abc abcds and talking like a whole bunch of Nursery rhyme shit, like, but maybe it's gonna work. It might be in a Disney movie or something, you know. What I mean, I can definitely see it being in a Disney movie, to be honest. So maybe that's what he's going for a soundtrack. But to put that on an album where you know grown folks gonna be listening to, man, come on! Like at the end of the song, he, just, he takes like a last minute to say, "Assad, I love you. You're handsome. You're smart. You're gonna be great. You're the best." Nobody's bad. Like, just keep praising his son, and it's like, yo, that yo, this is great. But you should. This is for Assad. Like, he really didn't have to put it on the album. That shit. That song is a, a yo. That song is just not. That song is a dub. Like, it, I can't even explain how I feel about that song. Like, I, I listened to that one time, but that one time, I, I just like, what the fuck? Is he really try to put this on here? Like, niggas need to go go listen to that song. Just feel how annoyed you get. Um, the Jada and Pusha T. Um, definitely. That's that that was definitely all bars is it was fire. He had Fat Joe and Raekwon come on um the Jay Z um was it seven days a week beat? I mean not seven days a week, it was all good just a week ago beat. Just a week ago, man. And I, 
maybe I don't know. I, I maybe because I just heard Jay on it and I've heard Meek on it, and they took a complete different approach. The approach that the God, the God Raekwon and um, Fat Joe took, I was not feeling. I was not feeling the song at all. Like that's what I'm saying. Khaled just got the power to say, "Yo, hop on this. It's gonna be it. Hop on this." You know what I mean? And niggas gonna hop on. Like, I felt like somebody else, not somebody else, yo, he's done good jobs. Kiss the Ring, I love that album. Like, he put Cole and certain guys together, but like, this one was not it. This one was not it. There was just too much, too much mashups on this, and it just did not fit my personal opinion. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm, maybe you guys are feeling it, but me personally, this, this wasn't it, man. Future, Future, I don't know how much um, Khaled paying, but Future got, Future got a stake in this. Future on the album. I mean, the, the two tracks of Kodak I fuck with. Um, I think that's Kodak Ross, Kodak Ross and Gucci. I think that's yeah that that I fuck with that track. Then there's the next track of Kodak and Future. Yo Gotti had a track where he's just spitting that I was just like whoa because I don't really listen to Yo Gotti. I did not know he could he could talk that talk like that. He was talking that talk. Um, yo, those 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 some highlights on the album. I can't lie, but other than that, man, like as far as it being. Something that ain't so that's it's gonna get his plays, it's gonna get moved the fuck on immediately. That that shit is not it. It ain't gonna stand the test of time, it ain't gonna stand this summer. I don't know, unless I'm wrong. Unless I'm wrong, I want to see what he's gonna use to work and, and, and move on that album, you know. What I mean, um, yeah, even at the yeah, I forgot the yeah, don't let me slip the awards, the Migos, the Migos, the Migos, um, the Migos and Joe Budden. Domingo's in the academics. I mean, everyday struggle cast. You know what I mean? Got into it. Um, fucking, yeah. I, I, I'm sure everybody's seen this clip by now. You know what I mean? Where Joe Budden just drops the mic and it looks like it, then then they start getting like in a little scuffle, a little argument. But to be honest, Joe, Joe is being disrespectful. You, t- you don't drop the mic during the interview. You know what I mean? Like, they, as much as everybody's saying there was a lot of tension, I didn't really see the tension. Like, I know they said they they edited um Joe not get um Quavo not dapping up Joe, but during the whole little interview, it just looked like the Migos being the Migos, everybody was being themselves. Academics look drunk as hell. I think that's a lot of if you take in how his demeanor was, like Joe has a lot of personal relationships. I watched like a lot of the interviews they did, and academics would just be chiming in at the end. Like he just you could tell he you you know when you're drunk and you're trying to keep a straight face and you're just trying to you're just trying to keep it together. Like just please watch this video. He looked like he had a lot. A lot of the henny, man. You know what I mean. But I think the shit, the the. I didn't think. I think Joe was just, just was being disrespectful. You know what I mean. And that was that. But I didn't think anything was going gonna go down. And at the end of the day, it was just so weird too. How they all got up and Qua- the way Quavo just folded his arms was, was. It was just weird. The whole thing was just weird. You know what I mean. Like maybe it wouldn't been weird if they were wearing regular clothes, but they were just niggas was in Versace silks and it was just they looked like Versace. Like I don't. They had like. I don't know, tucked in. I don't know if that's the swag, swag or what. I don't know how to rock that shit, but it was just so, it was just weird. They all got up. They all just quit folds his arms. Offset's fucking fixing his um his cufflings or whatever it is. He's trying to um fix his sleeves, and it's just like then there's a I think there's a nigga from their crew. He threw a punch, you know what I mean? And then that was that. Nothing really else happened after that, but that was just funny to see. You know what I mean? You think he left? I like all bad bougie. Huh? You take me off bad bougie? Huh? You think I love my bad bougie? <laughs> Yo, that shit was funny. I can't lie, still, man. But um, shout out to the Migos, man, because honestly, man, they're so relevant right now. It's kind of crazy. Like, 
they ain't really bands in, in hip hop, you know what I mean? The boy bands, they ain't even R and B bands anymore, you know what I mean? Ain't no NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, ain't no Jagged Edge, nothing like that. So like the fact that these three are rapping, like, yo, they're really relevant. They're everywhere now. Like they just they, they tore down the BT Awards. Like Quavo's everywhere, man. Two changes album, that good drink. Like he's on Gucci's album. Like he's no, he's not Gucci's album. Demigos is on Gucci's album still. Offset killed the Met Gala on Gucci's album. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Your Offset is Yeah, like I that song is hard. Like that song is fucking hard. Like I'm telling you that Gucci's album is fire to be honest. The, them 10 tracks is all fire. million, five million a day. Yo, Gucci crazy though. They talking that talk. 2 Chainz album, I fuck with it. There's a lot of good music out right now. Jay's about to drop his his album four four four, man. I don't even know what we we gonna get, but it's gonna be something, man. Like Jay's just not gonna drop something right now just for just for the fuck of it, man. Like he doesn't need to. It's gonna be something, man. I'm just wondering what he's gonna do in sales, how that's gonna work, you know. But it's gonna be something, man. I'm waiting for that. I'm mean, I'm actually I'm very excited. Like I just know that it's gonna be bars, production, all done by by No ID Dion. You know what I mean, like. It's gonna be something, man. It's gonna be something. I, I can feel it. You, know, it's gonna be. It's gonna be like a black album type feel. I, I can feel it. You know what I mean? I'm excited about that. Definitely. Uh, what else been popping, man? Yeah, I gotta forget. Fucking. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, we've all seen the footage by now, but I gotta chime in. Yo, Meek out here, man. Meek, Meek. Yo, know, I'm telling you, man. It's different for Meek right now. Meek really. <laughs> Meek Mill is definitely a. Yo, he's he's back. Like. I don't think Meek is he's back. He's officially back in the game. Besides Drake, Kendrick, J. Cole, like I don't nobody took his spot, man. He's here. Like him him getting at Sapphire was one of was something the culture needed. It's been a long time how Meek just pulled up the car. What's up? <laughs> I think he just hit it with the smooth what's up. <laughs> Safari, yo, then that same nigga that that knocked out Beanie Seagull end up fucking chasing Safari. Like Safari didn't even really get it as bad as his man. His man was on the fence. Holy shit, this man was on the fence catching. There's a next nigga in a suit giving him blows. Like, I don't know, man, but Safari did a little video talking about, you know, Meek's a bitch. He see Meek. It, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what he wanted Meek to do, you know what I mean? And and it's, I, I, the funny thing is, I don't even know if Meek expected anybody to be recording it, you know what I mean? So obviously he, he's on probation or whatever. So I, I'm not, I'm sure he didn't expect anybody to be recording. He was really just pulling up. He said Safari was there and he just, so what's up? You know what I mean? Hit him with the so what's up, <laughs> and niggas niggas try to get at Safari, but that was that was funny. That was that was a good way to start the weekend for the culture. I heard ASAP Rocky got it in the club. You know what I mean? L A is definitely a place where they say check in. You know what I mean? As Big Homie White One Hundred would say, you got to check in on Power Room. Um, yeah, man. But that was, that was an eventful weekend for the culture. It seems so. L A was lit. Um, uh, my boy Kodak. Kodak's in trouble, man. You know what I mean? Not in trouble legally, thank God. But obviously, he's catching a lot of flack. Because you know Kodak always going to gonna say some shit that's going to get him in trouble. Um, He was on Instagram Live and started talking about he doesn't like black bitches. You know what I mean? That he likes a yellow bone. He like a red bone. You know what I mean? He like a J.F. Lopez. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yo, man. But people, listen, man. I, the thing is, I'm not... It's what he likes. You know what I mean? Obviously, the way he says it, I don't like black bitch. And it's always going to be a problem to black women, you know what I mean? Because when you're black, it's like, yo, 
you're you're gonna say you don't like black women, and black women are gonna be the one to defend you. Black women are gonna be the black a black woman raised you. Black women gave birth to you. So I get I get where they're coming from, but we just always gotta mind our own business. And in in the sense that it's like, all right, that's his life. You know what I mean? Let that nigga be that nigga. You know what I mean? Kodak, in a way, he's ignorant. You know what I mean? He's from the south. He's gonna say what's on his mind. He's not gonna think and feel. He's not. Think, he doesn't care how you guys feel. To be honest, so it's like a lot of people would be politically correct and be like, "Yo, I'm not gonna say it. I have a preference, or I don't like this. I don't like that." He's gonna be like, "Yo, I just like all types of women." He's gonna say, "I'm pretty sure he knew that this might get him in trouble because he already got in trouble before when he had a line where he goes, "I'm already black. Don't need a black. Don't need a don't need no black bitch. You know what I mean? He likes he likes a yellow bone. You know what I mean? So obviously." He started going in, he started ranting and talking shit to people, but for people to say he's racist to his own kind, he doesn't like his own kind, he hates black women, I don't think that's true, you know what I mean, he loves his mom, I see he takes care of some women in his family, but he's that's just his preference, and he could, he could word it better and be like, yo, I like light-skinned women, I like this, me personally, everybody knows... I love black women in general, man, if black women get mad love for me, man, I don't know, I just love... Something about the sisters, you know what I mean? It's the body, the everything. It's just the mind, you know what I mean? Just the way they think, the way they talk, you know what I mean? Just just the upbringing, you know what I mean? I love it. I love it all. But if you can't <coughs> you can't fault a nigga for what he likes, you know what I mean? He likes Spanish joints. He likes Persian joints. Like, there's some bad joints out there, and he likes them. And, and that's what a nigga likes, you know what I mean? But it, social media area right now, like women, there's so many women groups, so many groups or of people that feel oppressed that the moment you say something that they feel like, yo, this is directed to them, they on your ass, you know what I mean? So I think like I think he even deleted his Instagram, some type shit. Like I don't know what's going on, Kodak White deletes Instagram, but I think people just need to chill, let it be him, man. Especially when those like, if you know you're not a Kodak fan, don't be checking for him, man. Like Kodak fans understand Kodak. They know, man. This just that. This just that nigga. This just that nigga from the concrete. <laughs> yo, you know what I mean? That little woolly. You know what I mean? Yo, shout out to my nigga Kodak. He he was killing his. He he killed his features on the D, um DJ Khaled joint. That nigga could rap his ass off. I don't, I don't care what nobody say. You know what I mean? But shout out to the, all the black women. Shout out to all the women of all colors. We love you. We appreciate you, you know what I mean? But um what else what else? Oh fuck. Yo, if if you haven't watched Diddy, Diddy dropped Can't Stop Won't Stop, his documentary on, on Apple Music, man. Fuck. I, I respected Diddy like I the thing about Diddy is I respected Diddy a lot a lot, you know what I mean? But you forget how much he's done. You forget how long he's been around, you forget how many people he's responsible for. You know what I mean? Like and that's why it's like when you think of Kings of New York, we always think about Jay right away. You know what I mean? Off top. And some people don't really consider that even though he's richer, he's had just as much success. You know what I mean? His name is rings as much bells. He's done as many business like endeavors as anybody in, in hip-hop ever. So it's like he he's forgotten. But this documentary like really woke me the fuck up and reminded me of how great he is. Like how great he is like i knew who diddy is but like i, I you got to really respect it like for him to come in the game from uptown with andre harrell like everybody knows his dad was a fucking fly ass um drug dealer used to fuck with frank lucas you know what i mean they didn't even know him he died at two years old he then he was raised by his mother he worked at a fucking as a bus boy he worked cl clean um gas station bathrooms yo he hustled man like diddy 
Diddy has a real hunger and a real you you know it when you watch him and hear him yell at people, screaming on people. You know what I mean? This documentary is very dope though. Like it just highlights a lot of the stuff he's done. You know what I mean? And where he came from. It's basically about the twenty year bad boy tour and how how they put it together. You know, they talk about big, talk about everything, Craig Mack. Just a lot, man. And and you just really get to see he had Nas talking on it, he had Jay talking on it, man. It one thing I got shout. Nas is a fly ass nigga, man. Nas is really a fly ass nigga. He just coming when you when you watch it, you just see how Nas how Nas is. He's just a fly ass nigga, man. But you gotta give Diddy's props, man. Over five hundred million records sold. Um, he's responsible for Total, Deluxe, Biggie, obviously, um, Black Rock, Craig Mack, Mace. Um, like I'm even remember growing up as a kid, the band was popping. Like making the band two was one of the sickest reality shows that I've ever watched. If I can't like I cannot like, that that show was so good. Like I I don't even watch reality shows, and I'd watch that a show like that again. Like that show was that show was lit. Like Chopper, Freddie, Ness, um, Sarah, like a lot. Like that shit was lit. Like they even they even went gold. You know what I mean? Diddy's a, been on reality, been doing shit, been with the Jets. Like he's. Nah, man, we got to appreciate Diddy while he's here, man. And he's still to the ground, still shows up to the BET Awards, still chills with the local artists. Like, he's really a real nigga, man. Like, I, I feel like he doesn't get as much props as he deserves. And I pray hip-hop really starts to fucking pay his pay homage to this nigga for all he, all the work he put in, man. You can't you can't deny Diddy, man. Diddy, Sean John, like, man, come on, man. He's done it all. Diddy, P. Diddy, Papa Diddy Pop. You know what I mean? He had Ben still in his videos. Like, I really grew up watching, like, certain shit, man. So, like, I remember these guys is literally, literally superheroes. I remember when we invented the remix. Like, certain things that you, can, you can't tell me about. You know what I mean? G. Depp. Like, certain things. Like, shout out to my nigga Froggy and Checks, man. Like, certain, like, those are, like, there's certain things that, like, I just remember in those early 90s, 2000s. Shine, like, Bonnie and Clyde. Like, he's he's responsible for so much, man. Like, Nah, Diddy's really that nigga. Like, I don't know where hip hop would be without Diddy and Jay. Like, if you really think about it, like, uh, and Dr. Dre, like, these guys are responsible for so much shit. Like, and there's just, and there's like, as much as we speak about them, there's no real, like, shit where you can, like, yo, put them on this platform, like, uh, you know, the Mount Rushmore, they, they have the NBA. Like, hip hop needs some real board to really honor some of the niggas that put in work. You know what I mean? Like, these niggas took it. They they took the baton and did something different with it. You know what I mean? They left the track and just ran outside the fucking arena. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh man, it's crazy, man. Shout out to Diddy. Can't stop, won't stop on Apple Music. Y'all should watch that, man. Definitely, definitely. Uh yesterday was the NBA Awards, man. Um shout out to Drake, man. Drake did his thing on it. You know what I mean? I fucked with Drake for everything he did. He was funny. You know what I mean? He kept it going. I, but I'm just not a fan of it. I don't think there should be an like. First of all, they dragged like we should have been known who's the winners of the MVP. But it was just, it was just weird. You know what I mean? It was yo. I, like I said, Drake really held it down. His jokes were cool and everything. But it just wasn't it. Like, it just I don't think it needs to be anymore. Like I didn't I didn't think the players wanted to do it. I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't cool. But one thing I did appreciate that how. It just shows how synonymous basketball and hip hop are. You know what I mean? Like we, you always hear people say the rappers want to be ball players and ball players want to be rappers. Like for real. Like black excellence was on hand yesterday. Like all the jokes they was telling was just black culturally related. Like Drake had a joke saying like um, the BT Wars was just yesterday, and now we have to fly to New York in different time zones. Black people haven't been so tired in two hundred in two hundred years. Like 
Nicki Minaj performing. Like, there's just so many things that were happening. It's just like, it's hip hop. Just Nas in the building, like French in the building. Like, it, come on, man. That that was very dope, man. Um, that's the only part I I, I fuck with, just to show how everything correlates between black culture and and black culture's running the NBA, man. That's and that's fucking good to know. You know what I mean? And NBA is not trying to shy away from it, run away from it. They're, they're proud that this is a black thing and hip hop is part of it. You know what I mean? That's very dope. Um, but yeah, like shout out to Drake. That was dope. He was he was he was funny. Um, Russ though, Russ man, Russ won the MVP award. Russ man, seeing Russ get emotional was something different for me, man. I never, I never seen Russ be like that. I I've never seen Russell be like that to be honest. Um. Shit was shit with yo. He gave his MVP speech. Well deserved. He deserved the MVP award. Like he won the unan like not unanimously like a hundred percent, but his votes were it was it wasn't even close. It was between him and Harden. It was not close. But he got the MVP award. Gave a speech. Thanked his teammates. Brought his team up. Everybody wanted on, like on Twitter. Everybody was like, "Yo, I hope he says, yo, you're the real MVP." You know what I mean? He wasn't petty though. Shout out his wife, his family. Like niggas don't people don't know. Like his pops is really like an OG. When people don't understand like. Like I think well, like one of the Long Beach Crips originals, like he's one of those guys, like and he just put his son in the gym and just took a different route, you know what I mean? Changed his life around. So like he Russ came from a, a long way, man. His, I remember his best friend that he used to play ball with died. I think he had like a heart disease or something like that. Like, yo, he's been through a lot, man. His and his friend was nice nice. Like I think he always puts his name on his on his, his shoes or something. But um Well deserved. Draymond got the defensive player of the year for the first time, like no, because he, he's been in contention. Like, it's always between him and Kawhi, but he's kept getting snubbed for it, you know what I mean? But this year, they couldn't deny him. It was dope, man. Um, I'm glad he got it. Uh, Giannis got most improved player. He's, yo, next year, man, be on alert, man. I was saying that. I want, I love the fact that there's a podcast where you can pull up old episodes, and I was like, yo, this. I remember me and Swans were having that debate, and I'm like, yo, by next year, he gonna be that nigga, and in the playoffs he was just showing niggas how he was that nigga. You know what I mean? So I, I like that. Um, yeah, Eric Gordon, sixth man of the year. Yeah, that is what it is. But um, yeah, man. Um, I don't know what's going on. They're saying Melo's about to get. They're they're trying to initiate talks with Melo and the Knicks, tr- trying to reach a buyout. If Melo gets bought out, man, that's great for. The Cavs, because they're saying that's gonna be, pick him up. But like, it's just like, damn, that's what it's come to. You know what I mean? That's what it's really come to. Like, I just want to see Melo bounce back, to be honest. Like, hopefully he can get in a good situation with the Cavs or wherever he goes and just get this shit behind him because this shit is toxic. Like, it's really toxic. Like, a buyout for Carmelo Anthony. Like, the last two years has been just straight bad media press, uh, bad things happening, and just his wife is just separated. She's on power. Oh, power yeah, I'm talking about power later, but she's on power. She's looking good. She was at the awards, the BET Awards, looking good, you know what I mean? Flirt with a nigga on stage. Like, I'm not gassing. She was really flirt with a nigga on stage, you know what I mean? But, um, and he put a post up. Yo, Melo, man. Melo, yo, I hope everything goes well for Melo, man. Melo's a really good nigga, you know what I mean? Always puts in work for the black community. Speaks up on issues. Good dad. Just just a cool, a cool nigga. I have, only issues I have with him is on the court, you know what I mean? That's it. Like, other than that, I, I like Melo. But, yeah, that's, that's going on. I heard the Lakers just... Trying to get Paul George, you know what I mean? But this is hearsay, you know what I mean? I'm going to see it when it happens. The whole Paul George thing, I don't want to speculate on it because there's so many people saying they want him. Celtics trying to get him and Gordon Hayward. But 
I just don't see the Celtics trying to really get Paul George because Danny Ainge is that smart. He's hoarded all his picks, done all this work, and then now he's going to give up all this these assets for Paul George. That's gonna he would never sign to Boston. A kid from California, he would never sign in Boston. A nigga from Cal. Yo, I can't say that because a kid from California, Paul Pierce did it from England, California, but he got drafted. Paul, um, I feel like Paul George is just. He just has his mind on L.A., you know what I mean? The city, the bright lights, Kobe, everything. The West Coast, what, like, Boston's not really where you want to play. Boston, you know what I mean? In Boston. <laughs> I don't see Paul George fitting in over there, man. I don't see him. I don't see it happening. Even if they do a little one-year goal, they ain't going to beat the Warriors. So Danny ain't, ain't going to do that. So I don't see that happening. The Tim Bulls, man, they're looking very strong with um. With um Jimmy Butler, man, as much as it's the West, I I believe in them now. I definitely believe in they can get a couple solid veteran pieces for the bench, man. They they have a legit starting five. Gorgie Dang still there. They just got rid of Pekovich, though. He was he was decent. Um yeah, man, yo, shout out to Levar Ball, man. Like his he was his whole family was on WWE last night. They was on Raw. Like come on, man. Like you got to get this nigga some props, man. Ball, I know big baller brand stock is going up. Like, you can't buy this advertising. You can't. The WWE wrestling is still relevant. Like, even though I don't watch it, this is that's a billion dollar brand. We talking Vince McMahon, like Shane McMahon. We talking here comes the money. You know what I mean? Like, come on, <laughs> you got no chance. You know what I mean? Like the WWE has the little son saying nigga on TV and shit. Like, shout out to shout out to um Levar Ball, man, Lawrence Ball, all of them, man. Like. I pray that the media, I pray that, F, like, not say FBI, but I pray that Illuminati, whoever these niggas is, don't plant some weed or crack in his car or just have some gun in his car or some background info on him, like, he used to beat up on women or some shit, like, because shit's just working for him, you know what I mean? Everybody's hating him, but he's still prevailing right now, and I pray he doesn't go through one of those scandals or some shit that tries to knock him down and affects his son and his whole family, because right now he's doing good, man, and he's, he's, he's silencing all the critics, so shout out to LeVar Ball and his fucking family. Big brawler, baby. Man, yo, there was this story I was reading about, man. I found it so crazy. I have to share. I have to share, man. Um, Basically, in Brooklyn, there was um, a girl, and she was taking, she she was in a threesome with two guys. She has a man, right? So, basically, she's doing this threesome with two guys, and one of the niggas, one of the, uh, one of the guys, his who ends up dying starts filming it. You know what I mean? His name is, I mean, it's hard to pronounce his name. Manos Economides. I would assume like he's Greek or something. But so he starts filming it and I guess the girl gets nervous or something. So she tells the other guy to take her back home. So she ends up telling her boyfriend because she obviously she's scared that there's footage out. There's footage and she tells the boyfriend she got raped. So he goes there. He goes and finds the guy with, um, with two dudes and they chase him, they beat him with bats and stab him. You know what I mean? Like that's and he ends up dying. You know what I mean? That's that's crazy. So the whole thing is this girl is so fucked up. She's she look, I know this bitch is that cheat. This bitch is there's there's hoes out here, but this bitch is cheating. Get in cheating in a threesome at that. And then obviously now she don't want to get recorded and she tells her man that she's got raped. The nigga he ends up killing this guy, he's going to jail for life because she lied. Because she lied. Like, do you know how crazy that is? Because she wanted to fuck two niggas at the same time and then didn't want to own up to it if there was a video. 
and lied and got this nigga killed. This nigga, and now the whole joke is not the whole joke. The whole sad thing about it is, the guy that died, his girlfriend wasn't in the threesome, and now she found out about the whole thing, knowing he was cheating in the threesome. Now he's dead. She can't. It, it's just a whole tragic situation, man. But it all starts from that one bitch, man. Like she's a fucked up bitch. Like that is some sick shit. Like. All all the people that do that fake rape shit and put people through that type of shit, that's, that's horrible, man. Because you never know how a person's going to react. You telling somebody that cares about you, they're going to, they're going to, their mind's going to take them where their mind's going to take them. They're not going to think about the consequences. They're not even going to think to ask you. They're just going to believe you. Why would you lie to me? You know what I mean? That's that's what happens when you when you have trust in people. All you're going to think is like, why would she lie to me? She, I'm, I'm going to believe that she's not going to tell me she got raped. You know what I mean? But what a slut, man. What a hoe. Got this nigga life. Got a nigga killed. You know what I mean? And then probably if there is evidence, tape's going to come out in court anyways. you like, what a dumbass. Like, that's that's one of the saddest things, man. That's just really sad. Like, could just, all you, all you could have done is own up to it. Be a hoe. If it comes out, it comes out. Like, she's bugging. Like, she's bugging, man. I don't know. That's a fucked up story, man. But, um, yeah, man. Uh... I'm going to end the episode with that, man. Like, <laughs> keep your head up, everybody. What I'm going to do nowadays from now at the end of each episode, I'm going to drop a track, a Toronto track, though. You know what I mean? That I feel like I was fucking with for the week. So I'm going to drop some tracks in there each time so you guys can look into the description in, 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 the, in the episode on SoundCloud or iTunes and you can find out who, who it is and you can go fuck with it. You know what I mean? If you want to be a guest, hit me up. It's too real. The podcast at gmail.com. You know what I mean? Like, subscribe, review. Put it on your mom's phone. Put it on your aunt's phone, your dog's phone, your boss's phone, all that. You know what I mean? It's too real. Yeah, man. Um, God bless, man. Once again, appreciate life, man. RP to those children. That shit is one of the most tragic things I, I've heard in a long time. Really touched my heart. Pray for their parents. They were actually in the car with them. It's just a sad story, man. Read up on them and pray for them. There's also a GoFundMe if you can donate, if you can, man. Like, that once again, man, appreciate show love, take care of the children, man, and yeah. Yeah, 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 she give me the deep dub Back it up, back it up She can't take more Back it up, back it up She can't take more She can't take more I'm a pro at this No, no, no He's not a flame boy I was a rookie Bench boy She fell in love Cause she knows I'm a star boy Star boy Star boy Star boy Star boy Flame boy, flame boy Can't help me on a rainy day I pray to God Make it through another day. I hope I've been to hell, but never seen a pretty gay. I'm 23, I hope I see 28. You know me, I'm a motherhead. Bitch, calling me a sicko. Then giving her a deep stroke. She give me a deep stroke. Back it up, back it up. She can't take more. Back it up, back it up. She can't take more.